There are more than 300 episodes of Listen to Sleep, all available for free because of the generous support of our sponsors. And while you'll never hear any ads after the story or meditation starts, you can get every episode ad-free, plus over 100 bonus episodes, all for less than the price of one cup of coffee a month by going to listentosleep.com and clicking on support. Thank you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, it's Eric, welcoming you back to the serene refuge that is Listen to Sleep. Together, we'll set sail on a journey where a calming fairy tale becomes an enchanting lullaby and dreams begin to twinkle like a constellation mirrored on a placid, moonlit sea. Well, summer here on the mountain continues to be magical. The days are warm and sunny, and the nights are clear and cool. It's the time of year where the water in the swimming holes down in the creek is just the perfect temperature for me. It's also the time of year when we can leave all the windows open at night so that we hear the owls in the trees and smell the sweet scent of the forest as we nod off to sleep. Speaking of nodding off to sleep, tonight I have a new original bedtime story for you. The Enchanted Alliance, a tale of two kingdoms. It's a fairy tale of two queens, their daring love and the unification of their realms, painted with strokes of magic. A story that resonates with the chords of bravery, acceptance, and unity. It's an adventure that takes us through lush forests, across glittering seas, and into the heart of two enchanting kingdoms. Before we embark, I'd like to extend a special invitation to you to join us in a cherished corner of our cozy storytelling haven, Listen to Sleep Plus. 
being a part of Listen to Sleep Plus is akin to holding a luminous lantern that guides you through the tranquil melding of storytelling and meditation beneath the star-kissed expanse of the night sky. Your generous support is what enables Bodhi and Joey and me to keep weaving tales and guiding meditations, keeping this nurturing sanctuary vibrant and alive. For less than the price of just one cup of coffee a month, you can embark on this uninterrupted, soothing journey and get immediate access to over 400 ad-free episodes, hundreds of hours of relaxing stories and meditations. For more details, please visit listentosleep.com or follow the link in the show notes. Let's take a deep breath in and out. Just letting go of the day, feeling the weight of gravity pulling you deep down into the mattress. Another deep breath in with me. And out. Nothing to do. Nowhere to go. No one to be. This is your time. Quiet time. One more deep breath in with me. And out. If you get tired while I'm reading to you, that's okay. Just let yourself drift off. The Enchanted Alliance A Tale of Two Kingdoms Once upon a time, in an ancient land, teeming with diverse cultures and breathtaking landscapes, lay two distinct kingdoms. The Kingdom of Irea, blanketed with lush green forests and winding rivers, was ruled by the vibrant and fiercely independent Queen Serafina. Many miles across the silver-hued sea, amidst the towering mountains, was the kingdom of Zephira, under the judicious and courageous Queen Isolde. These rulers, though young, were formidable, each having ascended the throne following the sudden death of their respective fathers. Both these kingdoms, although rich in culture and heritage, were shackled by one societal expectation, the need for their queens to marry a man who would become king. For generations, the realms had been ruled by kings and queens who continued their bloodline through marriage. 
The pressure mounted on Serafina and Isolde was immense, as nobles and citizens alike anticipated their royal weddings. Serafina, with her flaming red hair and sharp emerald eyes, was as wild as the lands she ruled. Her spirit remained untamed, despite the pressure to find a king. She believed in making her own destiny and refused to be bound by societal norms. Isolde, with her silken locks of midnight black and piercing sapphire eyes, was the epitome of strength and wisdom. She was a born leader who trusted her instincts despite the whispers of her advisors urging her to quickly find a suitable king. But neither queen wished to marry any of the suitors who were offered up by their respective courts. When the pressure from their subjects to marry became unbearable, the queens decided to look for another way to satisfy their respective kingdoms. Queen Isolde took to the sea, crossing the shimmering expanse that separated their lands. On the seventh sunrise, the silhouette of her ship appeared on Irea's horizon. Queen Serafina awaited her guest on the golden sands, clad in emerald and gold, reflecting the colors of her kingdom. Her heart pounded with anxiety, but she held her head high, meeting Queen Isolde's ship with an unyielding gaze. As Isolde disembarked, her silver and sapphire attire glistening in the morning sun, their eyes met. Emerald met sapphire. The air crackled with an electric charge, a tension that neither had anticipated. The queens greeted each other with formal cordiality their tones revealing mutual respect. They were equally matched in wit, courage, and authority, a reflection of themselves in the other. As they walked the paths of Irea together, they discussed their realms, their struggles, and the societal chains that bound them both a connection began to form. It was a silent understanding that seemed as if it might also hold the promise of a powerful alliance. The day turned to dusk, and under the starlit sky, as the queens stood on a high cliff overlooking the sea, a whisper of magic touched the air. In the heart of the woods, 
a tree bloomed out of season, its petals falling into the river and glowing like tiny lanterns. The queens did not witness this, but they felt a subtle shift in the air, a sense of enchantment that lingered between them. As they bid each other farewell, promising to meet again, they both felt an odd sense of relief mixed with anticipation. Little did they know, their connection was just beginning to unfold, and with it, the fate of their kingdoms was about to change forever. The whisper of magic in the air, the glowing petals in the river, all were a foreshadowing of an epic love story that was yet to be told. An alliance that would rewrite the destiny of Irea and Zephira. As the days passed following Queen Isolde's visit, Queen Serafina found herself increasingly drawn to the memories of their time together. There was a magnetism, a familiarity in Isolde's presence that sparked an unusual sense of tranquility within her. In their discussions, they had not only shared the burdens of their thrones, but also glimpses of their personal lives, their dreams, and their fears. This connection brought a comforting respite to Serafina's solitary reign, and she found herself yearning for their next meeting. Similarly, upon returning to Zephira, Queen Isolde's thoughts were consumed by Serafina. The latter's vibrant spirit and unyielding strength, coupled with an undeniable charm, had left an indelible impression. The same societal pressures they both endured had shaped them into independent and resilient rulers. And it was this shared experience that sparked a bond between them, deeper than any they had known before. In the weeks that followed, the queens kept a regular correspondence. Letters carried by the fastest royal falcons flew back and forth over the Silver Sea. They wrote of their kingdoms and their citizens, their personal struggles, and their shared desire for freedom from their societal shackles. These letters, initially formal, soon became infused with subtle jests, shared secrets, and a quiet longing. The words on the parchments echoed the silent rhythm of their hearts, forging an indelible bond between them.
As the connection deepened, the whisper of magic that had touched the air during their first meeting stirred once again. One evening, as Serafina sat by the riverbank reading Isolde's latest letter, a gust of wind blew, and in its wake, the river glowed with luminous petals. Each petal pulsed with the rhythm of her heartbeat, as if resonating with her emotions. Startled yet fascinated, Serafina picked up a glowing petal, feeling an inexplicable sense of connection with Isolde. Far across the sea, in Zephira, as Isolde was penning her response under the shadow of the towering mountains, a similar enchantment unfolded. A gentle breeze rustled the leaves of the trees, carrying with it a radiant petal that landed on her parchment. As she touched the petal, she felt a warm rush of emotions, a sense of unity with Serafina. This shared enchantment, unbeknownst to them, was a testament to their growing bond. The magic that slumbered within their lands seemed to have awakened, mirroring their blossoming connection and hinting at a destiny greater than either imagined. With each passing day, their bond deepened, and their kingdoms, in response, thrived. The people of Irea and Zephira, sensing the harmony between their queens, found new hope and prosperity. Trade between the kingdoms flourished, and a sense of unity started to weave its way through their lands. Yet, amidst this newfound connection and prosperity, the societal pressures did not recede. Their courtiers were constantly parading their eligible sons before them, and whispers of an impending royal marriage grew louder in both Irea and Zephira, casting a shadow over the queen's happiness. However, they found solace in each other's words, the magical signs, and their shared determination to choose their own destinies. As the sun set one evening, Serafina penned a letter to Isolde, promising a second meeting. This time, it was not out of duty or societal pressure, but a longing to see the woman who had become an integral part of her life. As the falcon flew across the sea with the letter, Serafina looked out over her lands. Her heart 
filled with a mixture of anticipation and hope, looking forward to their next meeting and the magical possibilities it promised. Following the proposal of the second meeting, Queen Isolde's ship once again set sail for Irea. This time, however, the voyage held a different significance. It was not duty that propelled her forward, but a heart drawn towards an irresistible connection. Queen Serafina awaited her with the same fierce determination, now accompanied by a tender anticipation. She yearned not just for the presence of a fellow ruler, but for the comfort and companionship Isolde had come to symbolize. As the ship pulled ashore, their eyes met once more. The sapphire of Isolde's shimmering against the green intensity of Serafina's. The crackling energy that had sparkled during their first encounter surged anew, revealing emotions deeper than friendship. In the quiet solitude of the royal gardens, under a night sky aglow with a thousand stars, the rulers found themselves standing together once again. The air was thick with unsaid words and unexpressed feelings. The magic around them pulsed stronger than ever, as if resonating with their mounting emotions. It was Isolde who broke the silence first, her words a soft whisper against the night's quietude. She confessed her feelings to Serafina, revealing the depth of her affection and the unique solace she had found in their connection. She spoke of her dreams, her desire to unite their kingdoms, not for power, but for the promise of a future where they could reign together, bound not by societal norms, but by love. Somewhat taken aback, Serafina stood silently for a few moments before letting her own heart's words begin to flow. She echoed Isolde's feelings, confessing her own love, which had grown and deepened with each letter, each memory. She spoke of her longing for a future where they could lead side by side, free from the pressure of their societal expectations, forging a path that no rulers had dared tread before. Their confessions hung in the air, both an admission and a vow a silent defiance, a 
against the norm. As their words faded, a rush of magic swept through the garden. The flowers glowed under the moonlight, their radiance mirroring the intensity of the moment. The magic seemed to endorse their resolution, enveloping them in a protective warmth. The decision to unite their kingdoms was a significant one, teeming with implications. The idea of two queens, two women rulers, leading side by side, was alien to the expectations deeply rooted in both their homelands. The whispers of a royal marriage would cease, but in its place, new murmurs would rise, questioning, doubting, challenging their unconventional union. Yet, the courage in their hearts was undeterred. They chose to face the impending storm together, fortified by their love and the magical affirmation of their bond. Over the following days, the rulers announced their decision to their courts and to their people. The news of their impending union soon began to sweep across Irea and Zephira, causing much speculation about what this new future might mean. The magical occurrences that had once only been evident to the queens began to manifest more publicly, supporting their decision subtly. The petals glowing in the river of Irea turned more radiant. The winds of Zephira whispered promises of a prosperous future, and the flourishing trade and goodwill between the kingdoms hinted at a unified, peaceful era. As Serafina and Isolde navigated these turbulent waters, their hearts held on to the precious confession under the starlit sky and the dream of a united kingdom they dared to envision. Emboldened by their love for each other and the magical reassurances, they readied themselves for the trials that awaited them. The path they were to tread was uncharted, fraught with challenges, but with the promise of a future they both yearned for. Little did they know their greatest trials were yet to come. The announcement of the Queen's Union had spread ripples of astonishment, concern, and, for some, hope across Irea and Zephira. Yet the most significant test of their bond and their commitment to each other was about to unfold. The magical realm which had previously bestowed subtle reassurances, 
began to unveil more profound challenges, trials that were destined to shape their future. The first trial materialized in Irea's lush green forests, the enchanted trees that had stood tall for centuries began to wither inexplicably. The forest was Irea's heart, its vitality woven into the kingdom's essence, and its decline signaled a looming crisis. Queen Serafina, accompanied by Queen Isolde, ventured into the heart of the forest, guided by the urgent pleas of the shamans and storytellers. Within the forest's depths, they discovered a hidden grove, dominated by an ancient tree. Its bark was etched with cryptic symbols that glowed faintly. The queens sensed a riddle to be solved, a trial presented by the magical realm. Day and night, they delved into the kingdom's oldest texts, studied the symbols, and discussed potential solutions. They argued, disagreed, and struggled, but their shared dedication to restoring Irea's heart drew them closer, strengthening their bond. Finally, Serafina realized that the symbols represented the unique elements of both their kingdoms, Irea's verdant flora and Zephira's mighty mountains. The riddle was a call for the unity of these elements, a symbolic merging of their kingdoms. Together, they traveled to Isolde's homeland to find a mystical stone imbued with the essence of Zephira's mountains. They took it back to Irea and planted it at the tree's base. As if responding to their unity, the tree sprung back to life, its vitality spreading throughout the forest healing the withered trees and restoring the kingdom's heart. Their victory, however, was short-lived. Zephira faced its own trial as an unprecedented storm began to ravage its towering mountains. Landslides and floods threatened to plunge the kingdom into chaos. Again, the queens stood together, facing the calamity with unyielding resolve. With Isolde's intimate knowledge of Zephira's rugged landscape and Serafina's experience in harnessing Irea's natural forces, they managed to tame the storms. They used the ancient Zephyrian art of stone-binding and Iran wind spells, showcasing for their people the combined strength of their realms and their unity.
Throughout these trials, the rulers were put under immense strain, their decisions questioned, and their capabilities doubted. Yet, their shared resilience in the face of crises only solidified their commitment to their union. The more their bond was tested, the stronger it became. The queens grew more in sync, their love deepening amidst the turmoil. Each triumph rekindled their subjects' hope and reinforced their faith in their ruler's unprecedented alliance. The magical trials were a crucible that served to refine the bond between Serafina and Isolde. These challenges, instead of creating rifts, fostered understanding and cooperation, solidifying their decision to unite their kingdoms. The bond they shared, bathed in the fires of adversity, had emerged stronger, more resilient. As the trials subsided, they found themselves on the precipice of a new era, a unification of their realms born from mutual respect, unwavering commitment, and a love that had withstood the test of time and magic. Through these trials, the kingdoms of Irea and Zephira had been subtly intertwined, their fate and prosperity becoming inseparable from the bond shared by their queens. The united front presented by the queens had not only proven their capabilities to their subjects, but had also paved the way for the momentous unification that was about to occur. Little did they know, their biggest celebration was yet to come. With the conclusion of the magical trials, an air of anticipation and excitement filled the two kingdoms. The promise of a unified future, woven with the threads of peace and prosperity, was finally on the horizon. Plans for the unification were set in motion, a grand celebration that would echo through the annals of history. The site chosen for the unification was the sparkling silver sea that had once only separated Irea and Zephira. An enormous floating platform was constructed, an architectural marvel that symbolized the joining of the two kingdoms. Upon it, a grand stage was set, adorned with emeralds and sapphires, reflecting the colors of both the realms. The day of unification finally dawned, bathed in the golden hues of a glorious sunrise. A combined fleet of ships from Irea and Zephira sailed towards the platform, 
carrying their citizens who bore the colors of their realms and the hope of a prosperous future in their hearts. Upon the grand stage, in front of thousands of their subjects, and under the gaze of the azure sky, Queens Serafina and Isolde stood side by side. Their hands clasped together. They proclaimed the unification of Irea and Zephira into a single realm. An alliance not just of their kingdoms, but also their hearts. The proclamation was accompanied by the public declaration of their love for each other, a moment that was met with a collective intake of breath, followed by an outpouring of applause that echoed across the sea. As the sun began to dip below the horizon, painting the sky with hues of orange and purple, the celebrations commenced. Music filled the air. A symphony of Iran flutes and Zephyrian drums, creating a musical accordance never heard before. The people danced and laughed, their hearts light with the joy of unity and the promise of a prosperous future. A grand feast was laid out, a spread that boasted the best of Iran and Zephyrian cuisines, flavors merging just as their cultures were beginning to. The night sky was lit with a myriad of fireworks, reflecting the joy and celebration that had gripped the two kingdoms. As the celebrations continued into the night, the people reveled in the love and unity that their queens shared. The unification not only represented a political alliance, but also a change in societal norms, an acknowledgement of love that knew no boundaries. The public declaration of the queen's love and their commitment to their realms and each other gave their subjects a new perspective, an understanding that love wasn't confined just to traditional norms. It was the strength of their bond and their love for their people that had steered them through their many trials, culminating in the prosperous era that was now dawning. As the night came to a close, a sense of peace and fulfillment descended upon the unified kingdom. The hearts of the people were full of hope and joy, and the echo of the day's celebration resonated within them, marking the beginning of a new era, an era of unity, peace, and prosperity under the rule of their beloved queens. The promise of a brighter future, of continued peace and enduring love, 
shone brighter than the stars that adorned the night sky. It was a moment of triumph, a testament to their ruler's love and their kingdom's newfound unity. In the days that followed the grand unification, a blanket of peace settled over the merged lands of Irea and Zephira. The once separate kingdoms now thrived as a harmonious realm under the benevolent rule of Queens Serafina and Isolde. The era of peace had begun. As dawn broke each day, the sunlight danced upon the emerald forests of Irea and the sapphire peaks of Zephira, blending the landscapes into a palette of verdant and azure hues. The silver-hued sea, once a boundary, now served as a mirror reflecting the United Kingdom's prosperity and tranquility. The glistening waters carried stories of unity, love, and harmony to far-off lands, whispering tales of the Queen's enchanted alliance. The air was alive with the hum of contentment that resounded from every corner of the realm. The fields bloomed with abundant crops. The forests sang with a chorus of wildlife, and the cities buzzed with the sound of cheerful commerce. People moved about their days with smiles on their faces and peace in their hearts, their lives enriched by the union of their beloved queens. In this era of peace, the people of Irea and Zephira learned to appreciate the beauty of their shared cultures and traditions. They discovered the joy of unity and the strength it brought. Their celebrations were louder, their laughter merrier, and their spirits unburdened. Each sunrise brought with it the promise of prosperity, and each sunset marked a day lived in harmonious bliss. At the heart of this era were Queens Serafina and Isolde. Their love, as deep and enduring as the mighty sea, was the beacon that illuminated the path to peace and prosperity. Together, they ruled with wisdom and fairness, their decisions reflecting their deep love for their people and for each other. The passage of time did nothing to diminish the magic that their love had woven. Instead, it blossomed and grew casting a soothing spell of serenity over the realm. Their bond, tested and forged through trials and magic, remained unbroken, an emblem of their commitment to their kingdom and to each other. 
as the moon took its place in the star-studded sky, a gentle hush fell over the kingdom. The calm of the night was punctuated only by the lullaby of the ocean waves lapping against the shore, a soothing serenade for the sleeping realm. In their palace, overlooking the sea, the queens retired for the night, their hearts full of love for their people, their kingdom, and each other. The night blanketed the realm in a soft tranquility, the moonlight bathing the landscapes in an ethereal glow. Under the starlit sky, the kingdom dreamed of another peaceful day to come, another day in the era of peace under the rule of their beloved queens. Good night.